like they asking for the queen. I'm a bad bitch, she's a savage. Look, look, look back while I turn. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 38 of the Sassy Pod. I'm Viv. And I'm Alex. So for this episode, we're just going to be continuing the conversation from episode 37, which was part two. And we're essentially just talking about bikini confidence, hot girl summer, um, tips that we have for it, and kind of unpacking the insecurities with hot girl summer and eating disorders and diet culture and a whole slew of things that um, kind of unpacking it. So if you haven't listened to part two yet, go head over and listen to part two, and then you can hop right back into this conversation and um, just catch up and hear what our thoughts about a hot girl summer. Yeah, you got to listen to that one first because we kind of just like went right into it. We in that episode, we unpacked what hot girl summer meant to us. And then in this one, we talk more about our tips on how to be confident and transition to a confident girl summer. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, when... When you feel, when you radiate confidence, you radiate quote unquote hotness because everyone will feed off of your energy and yeah. Yeah. And I, I also think that one thing that makes me feel more confident and that isn't that hard to do is like either like self tan or tan. And I don't know why I feel like it's like when you have a tan, you're like a little bit like I have a tan and like you're a little bit more, I don't know, like glowy I guess but I think a lot of research has also come out about the harmful effects of the skin of uh, the sun and what that has on your skin and Vivian and I have talked about like wearing sunscreen a lot too but like you don't need to spend hours out burning yourself in the sun self-tanner looks exactly the same even though it's not real it's like protects your body from a lot of stuff and I think just like for the summer being tan looks nice but you can also have a fake tan all year round yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if that makes you feel and, more confident, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing too that I was thinking about is like when you're in a bikini, you're always like, oh, like, like it might be like, oh, I don't want to put on shorts. Like that might be weird. Like all this stuff. But I think at the end of the day, like, yes, own your body. Like wear what you want to wear. Like feel confident in what you want to feel. But also like. If you don't want to wear a bikini, you don't need to wear one. You can get a cute sarong. You can get cute shorts, like things that make you feel confident. And your level of confidence shouldn't be compared to others, which I think is another important thing to remember. Like we've all grown up in different ways. We've all had different role models, um, different ways that we see confidence and how we portray it in ourselves. So how Vivian might be confident in like her body and stuff, I might be confident in my singing ability, which I'm not because I can't sing, but you know what I mean? Like everyone has their own thing that they're confident in and it's not fair to yourself to compare your confidence levels just as you compare your body to each other. Yeah. I really like that. Um, one tip that I actually have, which I kind of just thought of, but I'm like, I feel like it's so helpful. Stop editing your photos because then you put this unrealistic expectation on yourself and then mm. when you actually go to these pool days go to these beach days you're just gonna feel extra self-conscious because you don't look like how you do on your Instagram mm-hmm. so 
And also, obviously, when you edit your photos, you're going to edit it to a way that you you feel like is hot or you feel like is desirable when in reality that's not your body so why like you should work on feeling hot feeling desirable in your own body instead of putting out to the world this fake thing that people think you look like when in reality if you just posted that same photo unedited and I mean like edit as in like facetune not like color edits but Mm -hmm. if you just posted that regular one like maybe with your waist a little bigger and your butt a little smaller or like your boobs a little smaller like how different is that gonna look like in someone freaking scrolling for one second Mm -hmm. on their phone like literally when I scroll my Instagram I look at every photo for like half a second (laughs) no I like being completely honest too like when like a couple years ago when I was like had went through that breakup like had my parasite my skin was awful I was a fucking facetune whore and like I just used facetune so much not even on anything like relevant just like to make me feel better about myself and like where I was with my kind of like self-worth because I just felt like shit about myself and my stomach was horrible like just bloated all the time like we've talked about this and I remember I went on vacation and I like just like smoothed my entire face and I'm sitting there like doing it and I was like what the fuck am I doing like I remember coming to this realization of being like this is like fake like this isn't like and why who am I doing this for like why am I intentionally like altering my face to do that and it came from like a place of like not feeling like I was enough and not feeling that other people would like me I guess but and but I also still wanted to post the photo and I don't know like obviously I've taken those photos off because that's not me anymore and like that was only a short period of time then I did that but I get it like I get why people do that and I see like where that comes from because it's just like you want people to believe that you're all good inside and you're like doing fine when you're really just like crying for help and that's the only kind of control you have over how other people see you yeah exactly no I 100% also use facetune too probably either all throughout high school or at least until grade 11 um Mm -hmm. probably all throughout high school but not, and it's so funny, not in any drastic way, literally in a tiny way that like, I wanted it to not be noticeable. Obviously, I, I mm-hmm. didn't want people looking at my photos and being like, she facetuned because mm-hmm. me and Alex know when people freaking facing their photos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted it in a way that was not noticeable. But because of that, it was like the slightest difference. And so mm-hmm. like, what what's that going to do? That's literally just going to make me, that's just going to reinforce my actions and make me want to edit every single photo that I have. And so Mm -hmm. now I haven't been doing that for a while and I would never, ever, ever think to edit a photo. Like I would just, I would just make a better photo then if I didn't like, if I didn't like how I look. Post it. Yeah. No, I think it's like super empowering to just like not face tune your photos and not edit the way you appear 
um, coming from both of us who like understand what it feels like to like have the need to edit something and just like posting and be like, yep, that's me. And, you know, um, and not kind of giving Instagram and social media and like other people the power over like what you decide to post, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have another big one that I really want to talk about. I guess it's kind of like a tip, but I just feel like I've been trying to implement this a lot in my kind of like life, I guess, but like (laughs) basically my whole thing is that when you're with your friends and like, obviously you compliment your friends, like you love, you you Mm -hmm. say, damn, you look hot or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know people that you meet like we're not meeting very many new people nowadays but I feel like a lot of the time when you meet a new person like not me personally but a lot of people want to like comment on their looks kind of like parents Mm -hmm. like will be like oh wow you lost weight or oh wow like you look good like did like okay you look good is fine but you lost weight is not um and I just think turning that around and making the compliments based on things that don't have to do with bodies or like mm-hmm. just yeah how, we talked about yeah yeah just how you physically look in general I like saying that you look glowing or like or like I don't know it's hard to think of them because we're so well no like so Vivian and I had a meeting with someone today about like an upcoming episode and like I complimented her. I was like, I love what you're doing with your company. And like, you've done such a good job. And, you know, like, I think there's more things when you learn about people and like beautiful on the inside too. And this girl was glowing. Like she was great. And so I think that you can, it's not that hard to, you know, pick something that's not focused on looks and just like kind of see a little bit into their soul or make them feel like proud about something they've been working on hard and it does go the extra mile because you know the amount of like weird messages you get from creepy guys being like hello gorgeous like (laughs) you know but if another person was like hey I really like your podcast like I love this episode of that keep up the great work you're like oh like thanks like that's it you know it's nice so yeah yeah exactly like giving compliments about people's accomplishments or something that they did for you that you really liked like um I don't know, just changing the language around it and having it be so, having it be so much less body focused and more just like mm-hmm. person focused, like in terms mm-hmm. of like their personality and like what they're doing in life. I just think mm-hmm. will and changing that conversation will just help, just help people steer away from from negative self-talk negative body image because then when people stop talking about it it won't be like it won't be like in the forefront of our brains (laughs) Mm -hmm. no and I think about changing language too I've been trying to change the language that I use with myself and like the self-talk that you use and I think it happens mostly when you look in the mirror and stuff. And we talked about this too with Maria Castain and even before with body checking and stuff. But like, when you look at the mirror, you're checking yourself out. And I think it's about changing the way, the words that you use to describe yourself, like in your head. 
like instead of being like oh I hate my stomach I hate my ass like I wish I looked like this I wish I looked like this then like kind of switching it to be like you know I look really good today and like I look good and um I'm really proud of like the work I've put in or how healthy I've been eating and like just like kind of being present about your body instead of wishing it was different Mm -hmm. you know and I think like that's a really good thing to do and just stop thinking about it being something else that it's never been you know like it's never been I've never been that small or had ripped eight pack but that's like and I need to stop like thinking that's where I need to head and just be happy with how I am now yeah, exactly. Like, stop having this, like, oh, I'll be happy when, like, I feel like that's a big thing that, like, that, like, is important into having mm-hmm. a good self-confidence the way you are. Like, thinking, like, oh, I'll be happy when I lose this much weight or I'll be happy, I'll be confident once I can tone my arms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just... Yeah, exactly what Alex is saying. Instead of having that, it's not like I don't want to call it negative self-talk, but I guess like, like, and I think it's just changing the language. Toxic self-talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just toxic. And like, one thing that I do is that say I don't know, say my stomach is not being the best, which happens a lot to all Mm. of us. I'll just think, or sometimes I'll get in my head. And think like, oh, I shouldn't have had that big meal or whatever. But then mm-hmm. I'll switch up the language and I'll be like, no, that fucking tasted amazing. And it made me happy. And just because mm-hmm. I woke up feeling a little like, oh, my stomach is a little bigger than normal. Like, boo-hoo to me. Like, like <laughs> I try to, <laughs> I try to um, think of it like, why there's so many more issues in this world why is one day of bloating gonna make me feel like shit like no there's other things I should be focusing on no and even in that situation too just throw on some clothes that like make you happy make you feel confident and get on with your day you know like like you said there's more there's a lot there's a lot more going on and I think also this reminds me of people like college clean eating like um Katrina and she like and every every kind of insta famous like fitness person that's out there that has transitioned away from com- competition and kind of towards a more healthy lifestyle that is like attainable and setting goals that are attainable has said that even when they were at their peak fit physique like counting carbs counting macros counting calories um like strict workout plan like doing all this stuff for competition at their like ideal weight and ideal how they would want to look like shredded they were like so unhappy about themselves and I think even Sarah's day Sarah's day was saying that too like she lost her period and stuff and I think that's like another thing to remember is like what is this all for like what is the end goal with trying to achieve something that you can't achieve is the end goal to like be unhappy because that's not really a, a healthy goal Cause that's probably where you're going to end up if you keep achieving something that isn't attainable. Yeah, exactly. Like if you have this body goal that is in your head, like once you reach that, 
you're not going to stop there. You're going to want to go to the next level. You're going to want to lose more weight or do like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just, there's never a good, (laughs) I feel like there's just never a good time to be like, oh, I want to be this certain weight. Mm -hmm. It's just, even if it's like heavier, like, because mm-hmm. we're saying, like, oh, some people want to be skinnier, but I don't know. Who knows? Your goal could be heavier, but it's just, like, just live in your body the way it is now. And, like, yeah, if you want to make yeah. if you want to make lifestyle changes, go ahead. Like, work out, eat healthy. But we just want to say that it shouldn't be, like, the goal shouldn't be body-based. I think it's an interesting topic, though, like, talk, unpacking hot, gross summer. And I haven't had any... I haven't had really any experiences with eating disorders. So it's like hard for me to talk about that. I've had friends that have had eating disorders and like with the purpose of hot girl summer and wanting to lose weight and stuff. But I think the thing that comes with that is a little bit of, you're just not being healthy with your body, but also your mindset and like why you're doing those things. Um, But because, yeah, like I think with hot girl summer comes maybe a little bit of eating disorders and a little bit of trying to lose weight that way Mm -hmm. yeah like starving yourself which Mm -hmm. never advocates for advocates advocates for um and that's why I also think like you were talking about this last episode like you're going to therapy like I think that even if someone doesn't have a full-blown eating disorder like disordered eating is so common and Mm -hmm like you might not even realize that that's what's going on. But if you just like talk to someone or like, I don't know, try talking to a therapist or even a friend or even a parent, like, and actually unpack maybe your insecurities and why you're doing certain actions, then like, that'll probably be really beneficial. I can't really talk because I'm not a like therapist, but. No, yeah, I haven't had, and I also haven't had experience with it, but I think even when we had like Maria Castain on and we were talking about diet culture, I think the things that are eating disorders, like our clear eating disorders and signals of it are totally hidden by diet culture mm-hmm. and the things that have been so normalized as like normal. And that's like, I don't know, I cringe sometimes at like the what I eat in a day videos and stuff like that, that have become so normalized and like people... Because it's not even like, it's not even like I'm making this video because I want to show people what I eat in a day, but it, which is like fine, but you have young girls and girls that aren't as confident about their bodies seeing what you eat in a day and comparing themselves to that and literally eating that yeah. to look like you. And that's where I see the problem when it comes with bikinis, hot girl summer eating disorder is like, it's this perpetual cycle of just like, I need to look like that. I'm going to eat exactly like her. And then it just keeps happening to more and more girls. And that's what like makes me really sad. And that's, but it's all hidden with diet culture and what's been become popular on social media is like, let's show them what to eat in a day. Let's show them like, let's count all their calories and like count your calories if you want. I don't care. But I think everyone needs to be a little bit more aware of how that affects other people who are vulnerable to influence. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you want to post what I eat in a day, go ahead. Like sometimes I like to watch them to get new like mm-hmm. ideas. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. in my head, oh my gosh, I'm going to copy this, but some young girls might. 
And I think it's the most toxic when people put like macros and calories onto it. Cause it's kind of like, like why, for what, like, I don't understand why you're putting the calories on it because like, do the calories really matter? Like, like, are you trying to tell someone, oh, this is how many calories you should be eating too? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which like, you I shouldn't just, because everyone has their own calorie count. Exactly. I just think if you want to post things like that with food, just don't put the calories because like some people might look at that and be like, oh my gosh, I need to start counting calories. I need to start seeing what mm-hmm. I eat. But like for a lot of people that can become, that can just spiral down into disordered eating and an eating disorder. So um, yeah, we just want people to be mindful of that because I see that kind of stuff and I definitely if I was a young naive person yeah that's what I'm yeah that's what I'm saying like I see that now I'm like okay yeah you eat that that's cool like I might try that whatever but I just think about like my like little cousins and stuff and them seeing that and being like oh like maybe I should eat what was it like um what was that water salad that was like fruit and ice and water yeah the fruit salad it was basically just fruit with water oh no it was coconut water water. yeah oh fruit cereal or something yeah I don't know yeah it was something like that and like trying it but not realizing like I don't know you know it's like shit like that it's like tiktok trends and whatnot but I just really worry about young girls and them seeing that and feeling bad about themselves because they didn't eat that today that's another thing too it's like these what I eat it is you compare to what you had that day and you're like oh shit I didn't have that I didn't eat like that I much worse than that or like I made much better and that's when you get into like the way you talk about the language you use with your food too as in like good and bad food and like unhealthy cheat days cheat days drive me crazy like just eat what you want <laughs> um you know yeah. so just being mindful of the language you use with your food that also goes in your body and the way you talk to your body too Yeah, exactly. Like if you have this mindset of, oh, this is a cheat meal, then your body is just going to respond to that in a way that's like negative. You just put a negative connotation on that. So it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, now you associate that food with- That's so true. Yeah. You associate that food with being not good. So it's like, you kind of just have to be flexible. Food is- basically in our entire lives it's going to be in our life forever it's everywhere Mm -hmm. like work school home while you're driving everywhere (laughs) like it's you just have to accept that like food is food yeah there's some foods that are more quote-unquote healthy so I guess have more vitamins and minerals but at the end of the day if you like ice cream, eat fucking ice cream. I religiously eat ice cream every single day and I don't care. <laughs> I had such good ice cream last week. I think this is why I was so plugged up, but it was so worth it. My dad and I, my stepmom, we ordered like a whole thing of pizza, like much the pizza. And then I was like, I really want to go to Village Ice Cream, which is like in Markham. And it's like a little classy um, ice cream place. And I got moose tracks, which I was craving for so oh, long. I love some... moose tracks. Moose tracks is like such a good go-to flavor. And just got a nice moose tracks. And then I saw the sprinkle jar. 
And I was like, you need to put those on there. And she just dipped the entire thing in sprinkles and it was amazing. And, you know, like going into that, and I think you're so right about when you have a negative connotation about the food before you even eat it, you're going to feel like shit about your body after. But I, and like pizza for me is one of those things too, where it's like, it's like heavy and dense and has the things that I'm not supposed to eat because of my stomach. (laughs) But, and it's so easy for me to be like, I shouldn't be eating this. This is going to make me feel like shit. But it's also one of those foods that you can indulge in and like be in the moment and like enjoy it and not feel guilty about it while you're eating because it just ruins the entire moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Food is very personal. And I don't think everyone realizes how personal food is. Like, it's you have such a relationship with it you know you like you get happy from it you get sad from it use it as comfort it's like always in our lives and I think being able to treat that as something that's positive and not so negative is a really important step to having a healthy relationship with food exactly like I just think about imagine you're at like let's just keep it on the topic of summer at a pool party Mm -hmm. and whoever's hosting the pool party orders you're so hungry and whoever is hosting orders a pizza. Are you just not going to eat it because it's not your cheat day? Like, no, you're going to freaking eat it. And then if you think that it's like, oh, it's cheat food, whatever, you're just going to feel like shit after because you're like, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, it wasn't my cheat day and I had pizza. But, Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like kind of going backwards to what you were saying about how eating disorders are like masked by diet culture. I think a big one, which I've talked about before, that is like a new one is orthorexia, which is the obsession with eating healthy and not mm. not eating anything that you quote unquote um, perceive as unhealthy. And it turns mm. disordered because you're restricting yourself from certain foods and that just that can have a negative psychological effect. Um And I think that one nowadays is a big one because everyone's seeing on social media all these, oh, healthy brownies, healthy, like, salad. I don't know. (laughs) Just, like, every recipe has the word healthy in front Mm -hmm. of it. And the only things, like, imagine if I just, like, made a recipe and posted it and was, like, unhealthy brownies. Like, no one would freaking eat it, but it's going to be the exact same as if I put healthy in front of it. Hmm. so yeah I just think people should be like really aware of that one because because I think that one can be really like fully masked by diet culture because nowadays on Instagram everyone's like oh eat your avocado toast like your rice (laughs) cakes (laughs) I okay but I love rice cakes I love rice cakes with like peanut butter and banana and stuff but um yeah I actually haven't heard that term before but I know exactly what you're talking about and my for some reason like I had this like food account that I haven't used in a while but it's crazy what the like Instagram algorithm brings up on your explore page and I remember it just being like cutting the plate of like calorie like they show like a plate and it's like cut into like squares of like calories and like your nutrients and like what good food and like alternatives to like an unhealthy Mm -hmm. food are and like 
you know, like it's all these comparison charts and I just go through them. I'm like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this and like have to like clear that out, which if you didn't know, you can do. If you have an explore page that you're like, I keep seeing comparison photos of girls in bikinis, which I had seen for a while. And I ever, I just kept like, I think it's cause like I'm into fitness. So I watch a lot of fitness videos and I think I also want to like look at that stuff too. But you can literally go into that post and be like, I don't want to see this anymore. And they won't show you posts that are like that, which is something I didn't know that you could do, um, which is another like kind of, I guess, healthy thing to cleanse your feed away from accounts that are just like blocking it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that idea because I feel like Instagram, especially the explore page, like it just feeds you. It just feeds you what you want to see. And it's like, oh, you keep looking at mm-hmm. these at these skinny girls then your feed's gonna show you that oh like salads okay your feed's gonna show you that then you're gonna think like (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna think that you only have to eat salads but I'm just gonna say right now that I hate salad and (laughs) I like a good summer salad but they're just so like like hard to eat sometimes exactly it takes my mouth so long to chew it (laughs) Okay, I feel like we're going off track here, but I feel like I've said everything about this yeah, topic. Let's uh let's wrap her up. So by the end of this, we'll still be a sassy pod part three, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I guess that was our confident girl summer episode. We're re <laughs> we're rebranding it to confident girl summer, not hot girl summer. Um Hope you guys got some good tips out of this. I know we were kind of all over the place. Like we didn't really have a, a an organized structure of what we we're going to say, but me and Alex could literally talk about this topic forever and go in every which way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram, sassy underscore pod. Our YouTube is just sassy pod. Go subscribe so you can stay update with the latest content. I'm not really posting full videos anymore, only if they're really short, but I've been breaking it up to end a little segment. So it's easier for people to watch these parts, this sassy summer, I think we'll all just be in one, but there's tons of videos for you guys to go watch on the YouTube and super, super interesting ones that we had a great time recording. If you haven't checked those out, give them a like, give them a comment if you feel like commenting. Um, and then Vivian and I are just like, so we're going to have one more part after this. We're going to have a part for the Sassy Summer Series. And we have some exciting stuff coming in June. And we are so excited about it. And we can literally not wait to tell you guys. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. And also, if you have any questions that you guys want us to answer, like, I don't know, just literally about anything could be about confident girl summer or anything that we talked about today or any future topics that you want us to talk about dm dm us on instagram and we will for sure answer it because Mm -hmm. i said before i want to do more q a's because yeah i just want to because i feel like Mm -hmm. we could talk about a lot of stuff i think um also if you're listening and you like want to comment about what we're talking about Maybe you have a different opinion on us because at the end of the day, Vivian and I aren't like specialists in this at all. We're just talking literally from experience and like our feelings. But if you have a hot 
take on this or if you want to share your opinions or you agree with us um like let us know and like if you have a good point of view we could even bring you on the pod for a bit to talk about it and hear your perspective because we value your perspective and all our supporters so yeah let us know like we'll happily have a discussion about it and hear your opinion and your side about these topics as well because we want this is for everyone this is for all of us to kind of be confident and be empowered together and it takes a village and yeah so we love you yeah love you and don't forget to say sassy classy and it's okay to be a tad badassy bye guys bye